You tried out for this role, right? No, I never tried out for The Flash. <laughs> you know, while doing the research to this show, I couldn't help but remember the quote. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself <laughs> become the villain. You may be asking yourself why I remember that quote. Well, it's because... It's not even Flash. This, <laughs> it's DC. It's in the universe. It's not even in the universe. It's in the universe. Flash is DC. Flash is DC, but you never saw Flash in the Christopher Nolan movies. You never saw Superman in the Christopher okay, Nolan movies. this is the same show that likes to go to all these different multiverses. They literally had a full crisis yeah. season last last year in like every single dc show yeah so i'm sure nolan was a part of that <laughs> no, i'm part of that no i'm not saying he was in the show <laughs> no he wasn't even in the show that's not even done by I, batman that's two-face who says that line yeah but i'm saying it for a specific reason let me just start with the positives and then we'll go well, from i'm there. the one that watched the episode <laughs> oh oh no we have a, no of course i'm talking about the show in general okay all right it has a huge active fan base mm-hmm. in 2016 that was two years in because it premiered in 2014 it was the fifth most popular show in the world get it behind game of thrones the walking dead pretty little liars and <laughs> westworld <laughs> the second season scored on metacritic an 81 and that is saying something because metacritic a good score is like 22 percent no i remember a lot of people were talking about it at my high school they were like you should watch this show because it's pretty awesome yeah and i remember seeing the pilot not being that impressed but i was in the minority basically what i'm saying is that there's been a steady decline in viewership ever since season two the ratings have sort of culminated in a decline as well and the finale last year was panned which, in their defense, wasn't completely their fault because it wasn't supposed to be the finale. They had COVID, which they mm-hmm. had to rush, rush things. But still, people have not been as big a fan of the last few seasons as they were of seasons one, two, and par- partially three. And I could tell just by this episode that because when I, I did see the first few episodes of The Flash, and although I didn't think it was a great show, I did think that there were some good parts to it. And just seeing this episode, it was very different um just in terms of tone the amount of people that showed up the the amount of like story that they that has just gone off the rails at this more point. people or less people? way less people now of course that's, well, that's due COVID. to covid yeah but i mean like even that's covid and also people getting fired because of twitter whoa, whoa oh i didn't i didn't know about there's that there's one guy who played like elongated man or something and he got fired well i know that barry allen in the first Rough. episode uh who is the flash was meaning to <laughs> thank you for qualifying that. he yeah. was he was meant to like go for iris this person that he really liked and then they must have gotten married at some point uh in the well see show. iris is kind of a contentious character herself some people like her some people don't she's had her good seasons and her her less good seasons there's a funny meme that's out there about her basically saying you're not the flash we're the flash and people found that a little hammy but um yeah okay before we jump into the specifics of this episode i just wanted to say that it also reminded me the show of heroes because remember heroes had that great season one mm-hmm. back in 2006 2007 and then the writer strike hit similar to how COVID hit i'm not saying that it's a complete complete comparison but heroes dropped an imdb imdb from an 8.4 back then and it ended at a uh, after like four seasons at a seven point five. Right. Uh, I think that the- there are three other shows that I can name, and I want you to see if you can name which one this the Flash was. Okay. All right. Nine point one to eight point three. Mm. Nine point three to eight point six. 
In terms of overall show? Yes. Okay, yeah. 8.3 to 7.7. 8.3 to 7.7. Okay, so you've seen it. No, that. yeah, I remember back in the day I had an 8.3, and I remember a couple months ago, I think I checked it at 7.7. Yeah, um, so it's still a 0.6 drop is, is not good. Uh, but De- Dexter was the other one, the 9.3 to the 8.6, and Lost was the 8, 9.1 to the 8.3. Wow, I didn't know that those were actual like shows. I know that they're on, still on the IMDb Top 250, and I think The Flash was for some time. But um, seeing this episode, it was different than what I was expecting, and I think I, I, I had to guess that the audience score was not too kind of this episode either. I mean, people were okay with it. This episode was Season 7, Episode 1, All is Well That Ends Well. Yeah. <laughs> And that has to deal with, um, Well, who is, like, Barry Allen's teacher. And apparently there's multiple of them. There's, like, an Orson Welles. Well, there's, there's one from every universe. Yeah, exactly. And apparently Nash Well is the one that ended the multiverse. He did something to stop it. Well, um, he, he created the crisis. Oh, he created the crisis. Yes, okay. so he's a little bit to blame for that. Um, and something happens to him this episode, you say? Yeah, well, something happens to all of them. They die. They uh, all die. Yeah, because apparently what they did in this show was they took away Flash's power. He only has a certain amount of, like, speed left. Before... Well, they took away the speed force. So he's kind of running on empty. Yeah, he's yeah. He's kind of like, like a dying cell phone battery. He even says in the show he has, like, a couple days of speed left, and that's it because he has 1% around. A lot of people have made fun of the fact that he has had 1% for quite some time. <laughs> he's he's really last in that 1% out. Well, it's just, yeah. to me, it's like, you, it's fine if you want to take away his power, but replace it with something interesting. They didn't replace it with anything interesting in this episode. It's basically just him, like, having to try and find a way to not use Well, because if they use, they have this machine that if Wells like, sacrifices himself, then he's going, then Flash is going to get his power back. If I understand it correctly. And there's a lot of lore going into this, so I didn't try to really right. jump in too much. They created an artificial speed force. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to get to work. And there was a lot of lingo about it, a lot of lingo about like particles and just how it would work. Well, remember how he got his power to begin with? It was like a supersonic like particle accelerator at the Star Lab Industries and then he like blew up or something and he there's been some crazy stuff that's happened in the show. Yeah, no, I know. I think that there was, like, this shark man thing that was, like, even trying to face him once. He had it, a lot of speedsters, and I know that he tried to get his mom back, and then he went to a world that did have him save them, but then he, like, decided not to stick with that. And then in some more, I remember out. in, like, one of the very early episodes, there was, like, a person who, there was multiples of himself, um, and he was a villain, uh, and basically <laughs> it was the same with Wells here. You're really condensing it, but yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this specific episode. Yeah. Yeah, so basically there's this evil character. She's the big bad. Her name's Eva. She's been the big bad for since season six, and she's not going to be the big bad for the entire season, from what I understand. Again, this is supposed to be episode 20 of season six. Right, and that makes that makes sense with kind of what happened. Um, so there's this other evil character named Top, and she was with this person named Mirror uh, Master, I think that's his name. I think Eva is the Mirror Master, though, right? Yeah, well, there was this other guy that I believe was, like, her love, as she refers to uh, him as, Mm -hmm. and he dies straight off the bat, so I was wondering if they had killed off. Basically, Eva shoots him with this blaster that she has, like, as an arm, uh, because she's this evil person who wants to take down this one uh, organization, um, and that's basically, and they were working for them, but it turns out... That's the most information you got? Yeah, but it turns out, in the end, when it comes out, it all top, like, coordinated with Eva to actually kill the man and take down this big, like, black hole organization, or whatever they're called, and Mm -hmm. basically, um, top is going to be sending this plane that has this bomb on it 
to wherever it is that Flash lives. I didn't get the actual name of it. And it's winding it to explode so she can take over the world. It's kind of almost like an Animaniacs uh, type of storyline. Now, of course, the problem there is that Flash cannot have his speed to try and stop this thing. Uh, so, again, that leaves Wells, Chester P., Allegra, and Barry to try and find a way to get his powers back without having to sacrifice Wells himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Chester and Allegra have just become main cast members this season. mm What did you think of their playing? I mean, I didn't see enough of them to really get a good judgment. Chester is kind of like the computer guy, which I was confused because I thought I remembered like earlier on in the first season they had a computer guy. It was like yeah. kind of a teen angsty guy, but they still, they still had have him. Cisco. Cisco's his okay, so that is He's just off in his own world right now. He's like visiting an aqua world or something. Yeah, and if you want to talk about off in their own world, you can also talk about Iris. Again. Well, she's in the Mirrorverse. Yeah, she's like stuck in this WandaVision type. Oh, thing. really? Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine what it was because I was just reading mm-hmm. about it, but I thought of it like the Superman 2 or Superman 3 movie where there was like that mirror that was floating through space and the person was trapped in it. Yeah, there's a lot of mirrors in this show. It was, it was such a weird power for Eva to have, but yeah, she even speaks to Iris in this world that she's in and it's like, you're never going to escape unless you agree to my conditions. What What's those, her conditions? What those conditions were, I don't know She because I'm assuming they went over it in the episode previous to it oh. um but in the end when it comes down to adult we also learned which that, has a 6.7 the lowest rated episode in finale wow so whole, yeah they must so. really just not wrap if you look at up. the first few seasons imdb some of them hit like mid nines i believe the first of yeah well i know that there's like in the first season like a 9.9 9 and episode. then the last like three seasons it just trails down from eights to sevens and then finally sixes <laughs> yeah and and basically the i one thing i wasn't a huge fan of was the humor so kid friendly it was almost unbelievable there there has been like in the crossovers people have said oh we like the flash character more because he's funnier Mm -hmm. because when they try to do humor on the flash show it comes across more uh cringy than it does maybe in like supergirl or when he's in the league of legends show yeah no because like wells so you see multiple wells this episode which is uh JD's oh, you brother didn't like from this Scrub. part? Yeah, because I read a lot about this, and people said that he did a good job. He, the, the, yeah, the acting, you're Grant, not going to have a problem. Grant Gustin? <laughs> Isn't Grant Gustin Flash? That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, so Grant Gustin. A... Yeah, so he gets, like, it, during the episode, basically struck by um, the machine that they're trying to build, and suddenly all the wells that we saw earlier on the episode, played by, again, JD's brother from Scrubs, is now inside <laughs> Grant Gustin, and there was one funny part. Um, Tom Tom McLaughlin is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, but H. R. Wells, I think, shows. No, up. no, sorry, it's Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But uh, yeah, so H. R. Wells shows up in Barry Allen's body, and that part was funny because he was very energetic, and you could tell that they were trying to be like, "Oh, look at how much stuff uh, Grant Gustin is able to do." Um, so that part was good. Uh, also, the well, part- the, he he played like. And Orson Welles, was that sort of like a snooty guy? Orson Welles, I could not stand, yeah. But he was basically supposed to be very, very dramatic, very, very actorish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, even he says a line that's like supposed to be, that was supposed to be this big thing and it was just played off as jokes. Um, but we, I didn't see a lot of him this episode. There's also this French guy 
who I will say when Barry Allen, that's the first person that we met when we realized that he has all the walls in his body. That second was funny because you saw Grant Gustin suddenly doing a French accent. But when they got serious in the show was when it just became even sillier because there's even a part where Nash Wells is the only Wells that's not inside Barry Allen at this point. And then Barry Allen, as I believe the French Wells, starts talking to Nash Wells, but it's like a serious conversation. Do they know about who they are yeah like nash wells obviously knows who barry is but does barry know that he is now nash yeah basically for the most part yeah all the walls know that he's uh doom patrol where there's that character the girl who who's able to like phase in and out of her different personalities i mean yeah for the most part but you don't see a lot of personalities inside grand gustin because uh machine says that if he keeps all the personalities in this episode he will die Mm -hmm. so basically a lot of the episode is just a leg wedge Allegra, Chester P, Barry Allen included, and Wells trying to find a way to get uh, all of the Wells in <laughs> out of his body so that they can somehow make him become the Flash again. Uh, they're able to because basically Chester P makes this uh, particle magnet that is able to <laughs> grab all the Wells, but in the end, when it comes down to it all, like a magnet. Yeah, exactly. It was this big magnet vest that was going to Did be... Did you say particle magnet? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah I wasn't listening. And so, <laughs> so when they do, but, the, you know, there's this plane that's coming with a bomb, and there's three minutes left, and there's no way that uh, Barry Allen is going to be able to stop this without becoming the Flash. So Wells grabs onto this machine, which he's not supposed to do because otherwise it's going to absorb him. Uh, to but he's give, doing it as like a self-sacrifice yeah. type of Black Widow jumping off the cliff. It reminded me a lot of um, Supernatural, the finale, because it, it was a lot like that where it's like he has his final minutes to speak to Barry Allen. I was fine with that because it's like, yeah, you're saying goodbye to a character that's been there forever. But mm-hmm. the dialogue coming out was just very, very cheesy and I didn't feel like well done. They did do one smart thing where they left the first Wells that you saw from the series. I believe, um, as the last Wells that speaks to Barry Allen right before he goes off. I mean, not to get into spoilers, but no, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's why I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But, but, and so I was like, that has the potential. There's a lot but of But they potential. did go backwards. They did show you a lot of the Wells proceeding, like, which was more important to him. Mm-hmm. But the words you're saying weren't as, they didn't come across yeah, emotional. Like, like, I mean, the very last Wells that speaks to Barry Allen, because there's this little halo that shows up over them when they change into Wells, it's like, I never liked this world. I didn't even like the burgers here or something along those lines. And it's like, you can make this very, very sad. You can actually make this very, very well, dramatic. I think they did say one line, which I'm trying to get you to Was say. it run, Barry, run? Was yes. That, it's the, yeah, that's the very last thing that so, he says. in the show, if you had watched more of it, I assume you'd hear that line quite a lot. Because though um, Barry Allen is supposed to be like a genius, mm-hmm. apparently you don't really see his genius that often, mm-hmm. especially past the first season. And so constantly his team is telling him, and I guess Wells, yeah. is telling him to run, Barry, run. And that's like during the climax of a lot of episodes. Yeah, and, and so, it was during the climax of this episode as well. And so Barry starts... So like a last nod to yeah, that. Yeah, and he starts running and... Uh, and crying. He, he does start crying. The thing about it is is that he has to warm up before he can just turn into the Flash. And, and the, the like green screen that they were using and the way in which it was shot was more laughable than anything um, in terms of how... You didn't like the effects? Because it's got a budget. The, here's the thing. I, I like the effects Here's when he turns thing. into the Flash because then you see him running up the walls and you see him jump onto the plane, throw the bomb, and that all that stuff looks fine. I'm talking about before he puts on the Flash suit when he's just told to run. It's just done very, very, you can tell it was fake. Does the Flash suit look real? 
I mean, yeah, for it the most to, part. It used to take them 40 minutes, and then I finally got it down to, like, 15 minutes to put on a suit. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked real for the most part, and um, it looked definitely more real than the Superman and Lois thing when they were flying through. Gonna, so you have to compare the two now, which is a better show. Um, I mean, if yeah. we were just judging by pilot, I'd say, well, actually, you know what? Flash is probably in both of them for me, personally. So you think that Flash did a better job than the Superman? Because I thought you liked the Superman one or thought it was okay. I don't know. It's it, it, Even though they're both DC shows, they're very different. And I think that's due to the Superman Lois's infancy and the fa- fact that Flash has been on for so long. And probably the people that have watched Flash for those six seasons found it a lot more emotionally um, satisfying than I did when I didn't just watching it. So you didn't find the kind of pull that Tom Cavanaugh's character saying goodbye might. Yeah, and I think that he's one... not he's not gone from the show. Oh well, that kind Apparent, of thing. apparently from um, showrunner Eric Wallace, it's already been confirmed that you have not seen the end of Tom Cavanaugh. That takes away from it because I was just about to say that when Barry comes back after he's thrown this bomb up in the air and Top's plan is basically toppled, forgive the pun. Uh, he comes back and he sees that. Uh, Wells's body is just dust now. It's black dust. And he looks Ash. up. He, yeah, he looks up and he says, oh, he doesn't say. It cuts a commercial break. And I was like, oh, that's sad. That'd be a good place to end it. Of course, they don't. They go back to like another five minutes. But some stuff is revealed there. Um, there's a classic CW new pop song that they have at the very end that's supposed to be sad, where it's basically Barry Allen just being like, yeah, we're going to go back and we're going to save everyone, which is something he says at the very end of last season. Also um, sounds like the super or the Smallville theme song. Yeah, I mean, probably. Like the Somebody Save Me song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about it, but yeah, definitely. And also we see Iris inside the mirror world, and I think she's starting to learn how to try and get out of it, because that's basically her whole entire episode, just trying to escape from this world. I do have what she writes, because she's apparently yeah, writing something. Yeah, she put like a code or Camilla something. Camilla and David, it's Iris. Eva is watching us. Be careful. Meet at Speed Lab 1900. So she's trying to make a meeting. Yeah, and uh, we don't see that up close, so I'm glad that you were able to get that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a code or something. But yeah, we see that this computer does this weird mirror thing that we've seen mirrors do. So I was like, oh, that's probably a sign that Did she's trying. Did you just trying- say a mirror thing? Yeah, yeah, because these mirrors do this weird thing when people speak to them where they like turn very ripply and circly. They shimmer? Yeah, they shimmer. Okay. And that's what this computer did, but it wasn't a mirror. Like a Wizard of Oz type of shimmer? Yeah, basically. They- and so it was in like, it was a blur. So I was like, okay, she's trying to get out of her world, and then the ending scene, which is she's actually like a snow globe, is that what you're like? We she... don't we don't know like necessarily where exactly she is. We just know she's in this nightmarish world world where she even meets another version of herself that's evil. Well, um, yeah, some would say that her original self is evil because they're not that big of fans of her. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one is definitely more evil. Like she's like, you're never gonna be able to escape this and blah blah. The were, you, last... were you intrigued to see where the season went from there? Yeah, like I said, the season did show potential. Um, the last scene is an after credit scene in which Ava see she found this video of herself earlier on in the episode, decided not to watch it. She ends up watching it at the very end of this episode, and some weird stuff goes on where in the end she sees that her. Her original self died so she's basically a double of her original self it, it, it got kind of crazy in certain parts yeah this is like when i was reading about it and i kind of like lost interest because i i feel like if i watched it 
culminate throughout the entire time, I would be like, okay, engaged. But right. but just reading about it, I was like, okay, double double person, double person, and also just another in, double person. Just in terms of the characters that were given, Barry Allen and Waltz are fine. I guess Iris is okay too. But Chester P and Allegra and even Ava and and Top, they're not that interesting to me. To well, you did say watch. there were less people in this show. Way less. Yeah, I'd say that there was probably in terms of actors, like maybe less than which fifteen. Is, which is interesting because. The show, some people say that at its best, would concentrate mostly on just Barry and uh, and not his full team. But it sounds like his full team is, or partial of his team is there. Like, there was a bit of superhero um, overwhelmingness right, when yeah. you have so many people with powers in the show mm-hmm. that it's kind of come under criticism for... Well, the thing about this episode is that, like, it, it you don't even see that much of Barry. You see him. You see anybody involved. else's superpowers, though, except for the yeah, uh, yeah. You do. You see this district attorney's superpower where she's able to, um, like, she just has a ton of force. And then Top's power is she's able to find doubt in people, which I'll, I'll give this credit. That's a cool power. She's able to find doubt in people and like unlock it and make them just feel incredibly self-conscious. Yeah. Um, and then Ava, I just think is someone who's really powerful, who, like can mess with mirrors and like kind of yeah. But that's again, people. Top and Ava, you said were villains. Yeah, and uh, so the only hero you see is the district attorney. Yeah, for except for and, Barry Allen, yeah, and Barry Allen, and and also Barry Allen even fights Ava at the very beginning because Ava's the one who's of course keeping his wife inside the world. Um, and Ava is able to defeat him within the first couple minutes. Uh, one thing I also really didn't like was that Wells. Even though it's his final, well, it's not his final episode, but it was supposed to be, you don't really get that sense of finality. Like, it focuses on him, but you don't get a sense of, like, oh, he's really going to be gone. In fact, I was like, this is probably going to be his last season, but they're probably not going to kill him off this episode as they they did. They have him renewed for season eight. Oh, Um, wow, okay. So, it's not the show's last season. I don't know about any specific character. Probably not Grant Gustin's last season Yeah, probably not. I don't. They do make a point of having so many alternative people to that. Like, even if you kill someone off, they're always going to be on the show. Yeah, which is which is why I was like, oh, okay, they're killing off not just Nashville, so they're killing him off as a character. Which I was like, okay, that does take some guts. So you know, that was good. Yeah, usually you wouldn't. That's the showrunner come out immediately and say, "Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry." <laughs> yeah, in fact, like I know with Jon Snow, it would, like Kit Harington was like, "I'm done, I, I'm over." It. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I would just leave it in the right. in the dark because yeah. yeah. that that's annoying too. I, I wouldn't use Game of Thrones as my, for instance, on how to close a show out. <laughs> um, yeah. So, did you know that Tom Felton was in this show? No, I didn't. Okay, so I assume he wasn't in this episode. No, it says he was in there from 2016 to 2017. Uh. Yeah, I'm just looking for stuff to talk about. Yeah, so that must have been around. Did he play villain for, like, season three, I assume, or something like that? I don't know. Just a lot of speedster villains. Mm -hmm. That's what they don't like. Yeah, no, I'll I'll also agree with that. Um, Did this have a speedster villain? Is Eva... I mean, for the most, I the well, the what Top is sending is like this speedy airplane okay. thing. Yeah. So, and then they also there was some criticism as to like why don't they just go find another superhero to help them out? Which yeah, is I mean, classic. yeah, that's that's a classic Marvel thing. I've I've just kind of come to accept it in superhero shows where it's like, yeah, hey, look, they're the stars of the show. They're gonna have to be the ones to solve the problem. Um, like I said, my favorite part of the show is probably when he was stopping the airplane. He even has to like dive underneath a semi truck, and I was like, okay, that looks pretty cool. So the visual effects are done well but you don't even see that much of them i did learn why the flash can't just run through superman's body and kill him 
like apparently Kryptonian, like he could do that with a, any human. That's right, yeah. Like the Flash would be course. able to just rip through well, someone's heart. And that's what the voice is making fun of, but yeah. Yeah, but you can't do that with a Kryptonian because their molecules of their body or their cell structure is just so much tightly packed and to a point where that's why when they fight, they, it's not that easy to just <laughs> kill Superman. Well, that makes, yeah, that makes more sense now. It also makes it so that no one's overpowered. But I guess Superman could just kill Flash at any time. Yeah, but I feel like, well, I feel like Superman's still overpowered, even though Kryptonite is, like, its one weakness. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he, I still wonder who would win in a fight between Superman and Thor. But um, Thor, because he can use magic, yeah. according to the internet. All right, so that was this episode of The Flash, Season 7, Episode I, I, 1. I'll also say this. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, with all these shows coming out, especially now with Superman, you have the Batwoman, which I feel like is kind of in place of the Batman. I think that guy- well, it didn't get canceled, but it's in its second season and struggling. Okay, so, but... Viewership. Yeah. yeah, but I'm wondering if they're even going to have, like, a Hal Jordan series at this point. And, yeah, Ezra Miller did make a cameo appearance in Flash, right? Yeah, so yeah, he did. Yeah, so, that, so I'm wondering how, if they're going to do what the Marvel's doing with TV, if they're going to try and tie that in. I feel like that'd be a little too crazy, but you never know. So. I don't know. I don't know if the reason why the show has been sort of losing viewership um, and the writing has been sort of lackluster is because of the new showrunner, because apparently he's only been on there for a couple seasons, mm. but they did get a season eight. They are just hitting about a million views, whereas before they were hitting consistently like two, three million per episode. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, you might be seeing the end of the Arrowverse or a new beginning with the Superman and Lois thing. You don't know. Yeah, from what I was like hearing just from the dialogue they were speaking, it sounded like the crisis on Earth was done, which if that's the case is a little weird because I Obviously. thought that... It's, yeah, because they had all the crossover episodes and... I this, thought that it was going to be something that... Force. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something that just kept going like for no, a while. No, they'll, they'll find different ways to... Arrow ended, so like they can't no. yeah, keep on having yeah. crossovers with that. But the showrunner did say that Doom might be making a comeback from season two. And so fans could be waiting for that. Oh, yeah. Was he like a fan favorite? Yes, very much so. All right. Well, I think that ends it for this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.